it's going to be a challenge, but the the benefits that you're going to get in the end are just at the start. You don't even realize the benefits you're going to get until you're you're well into the journey. Um, but sign up and jump in, join as soon as you can. The brotherhood, um, get connected with uh, other guys. Just do it because you wouldn't believe how great life is on the other on the side. I am Kat and I am a coach here at the Fit Father Project and I am so excited for you to be listening today. Today's topic is to talk with members who've had over 100 pounds of weight loss on the program and we have some wonderful questions that have come in from members and they are going to open up and share their stories with us. Do want to let you know that all three of these members have their own podcast and we will link those below so that you can go listen to their full story too. So let's just Jump right in and start with Tom. Can you give us a little bit of your background and your story? Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, Tom Dash. I live in Colorado. I have been working the program since January of 2022. And I have currently lost, I started at 402 pounds. And I am pretty excited to be here. It should, should be a good conversation. I'm 43. I don't know if I said that. Wonderful. Okay. We will move right along to Steve. Uh, I'm Steve Alexander. I live in Keene, uh, New Hampshire. Um, I started with the program in July, I want to say 2021. Um, and when I started the program, I was 390 pounds. Um, and the program has been, you know, a godsend for me. So. And how much do you weigh right now, Steve? How much have you So weighed? right now, I actually weigh 220 pounds. Um, I actually got down to 185 pounds mid last year. Um, then I had some setbacks due to some medical conditions. So, yep. Fantastic. Okay. And last but not least, we have Werner. Here we go. <laughs> hey, hello. Uh, my name is Werner Müller. I'm 54 years young. And I live with my family in Switzerland, Europe, and uh, with the Fit Father program, I lost 101 pounds in just a year. And with that, I changed from like XXL shorts to like M size from 38 inch to uh, 30 uh, inch pa uh, pants. And uh, I reduced my body fat from close to 40% down all the way down to 10%. So for me, FFP is a game changer. It's incredible. <laughs> in a year. In one year, I mean, yeah. new even a little bit less. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, here we go. We have the three experts. Let's talk about it. One of the first questions that came in from multiple members is, how do you handle walking into this journey when you know the end goal? Like it's so big, right? It's this big goal. It's not, I need to lose 30 pounds. I can do that in a couple months. How did you mentally handle that? And I'll start with Tom again to kind of jump into this. So, you know, the, uh, I had worked the program a little bit in like 2019 and had some success losing some weight and then COVID happened and everything along those lines and hadn't really firmed up my, my why as far as that goes and, and wasn't truly like all in. And then obviously just focused on lockdown and family and things like that. And weight went back up. Um, and then when I was coming in this I basically told my family, visualized, you know, that that this was voting, that I knew that there was an option for me, um, that I had seen some results originally from trying it. And so, and I'd seen the people on the Facebook um, and what success they had had. And so I believed in the program and I, I think believing in it and believing that I could do it after seeing some results um was important and then also just defining my why and kind of making sure that you know wanting to do it for the family and let's talk a little bit more about that steve i know you have some great resources and knowledge on kind of defining your why so how did you do that with your journey um so for me it was i did the mission statement as uh redid it again you know i didn't rely on what i had done in 19 um, and then I rewrote it down and kind of 
did some praying and just like some quiet time and kind of sat with it and really, you know, there were things that I wasn't able to do um, as a dad and we weren't able to do as a family. And so those were like the big whys as well as just wanting to feel better, right? Like I was in a lot of pain, tired, um, and didn't have the energy to do things I wanted to do. Yeah. So Steve, would you like to kind of touch on this, how you worked with this, with your why and setting that big goal? Yeah. So initially when I, when I started the program, I followed all the steps, um, and really did some self-reflection about what was important for me, um, which was family. Um, it was during COVID. So obviously, you know, being an overweight man was one of the higher risk, risk factors. And I didn't want to be that. Um, so, when I, when I took it that looked at all that stuff, you know, I it took, it took about a week in really did a self-reflection. Um, and then I developed, you know, my, the whys and, and I actually created some, some visuals that I had, I spread around the house that would remind me, you know, so pictures of my kids and things like that. And some things that I wanted to do, um, to help me get it. The other thing I didn't do, or I did do and didn't do, I didn't say I want to lose 200 pounds. That wasn't this. That's never been my goal. My goal has been I wanted to be more active. I wanted to be there for you know for my family, um, you know. And so initially, honestly, when I set my first weight loss goal, it was only 15 pounds. Um, <laughs> I got astounded with in the first 30 days I had lost about 30 pounds. It was it wow. was just something. It was something crazy in a weight loss setting. Again, and that was. You know, I was focused because of my why and followed the program and everything to the T and, and it worked. I mean, what a wonderful idea to have the pictures up and that motivation just everywhere, right? Just covering yourself in that and bringing it in. That's fantastic. That's a great idea. Werner, how did you start your kind of why and get that motivation going? Yeah, for me, my big why is my son, which is now seven, was then six. Oh. Yeah, six. And uh, I just want to be around for him. And my health was really on a bad place. And I had this deep wish to be around for him, to raise him, that he can grow up and become a man. And actually, I planned from the beginning to lose 100 weight. Um, And um, yeah, then, of course, you set milestones. I think my first one was like, 250, I think, just by the number. And then a big one was uh, 220 because uh, they got me out of obesity and then things rapidly changed. And then the next one was pretty much 200 because then you're getting really into the area where you become lean. And um, yeah, that drove my story. And uh, But what was interesting in the beginning, I was very insecure about it. So I was really like, oh, can I even do that? Is that even possible? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so excited that Stephen is here, because that gives me the opportunity to thank him. Um, if you remember, Steve, uh, we were in the same Delta group, I think it was called. Yeah. And man, I saw your journey and i was so impressed i was like how is that even possible and you were such a huge inspiration for me and um i need to thank you because you you made me believe that this perhaps even would work for me so thank you Stephen, for your inspiration and leadership yeah i'm almost speechless you know i appreciate that that is you know that's huge you know and honestly Werner, when i started i i had almost convinced myself i'd never be below 300 pounds again um, you know, and it's just, you know, it's amazing what you convince yourself that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, this is, this journey is about your mind as much as it is your physical body. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's the key thing. And I remember when you came on board, you know, the interactions that you would have and you'd ask good questions and stuff. And, and, you know, I'm not a huge Facebook person, but in the end, the Facebook group is huge. Huge. I yeah. agree. It's what- Absolutely successful, I think, for all of us, I guess. Absolutely. And okay, so let's talk about the mind piece a little bit. So there's the meal plan and there's the workouts and we know they're there. But how did you kind of prepare your mind? Like, was there different steps along your journey of having to change that? Or was it just like you were good to go from the beginning? Kind of how did that journey work? (laughs) So from my standpoint, um, 
the you know i wasn't good to go to start you know again part of it is you know getting yourself trained to do the right things um you know setting yourself up for success and then also reflecting you know you know i when i first started this i'd start the morning with this morning reflection um you know what i'm what i'm trying to achieve what i'm doing why and at the end of the day before i went to bed as part of my routine i would do an evening reflection um, and sometimes, you know, including some spiritual stuff, just again, trying to focus, you know, I, I'm not sure that Tom and, and Mueller would do the same things, but that's what worked for me. Yeah, I totally agree. I think mindset is really key. And uh, to set a mind, you need to work on it. And I think to have a daily routine that keeps you going, where you reflect where you are and what went wrong and where is the potential and also connect with the brotherhood and just be all the time in that uh, in that project and in that really correct mindset, and you learn all the time. I mean, I remember time in the beginning with the workouts, for example, that was. I mean, I was so sore. I mean, <laughs> and it was that was just impossible. But then it was setting that mind in the right direction. The brotherhood was a huge help for me. Interesting. Like so, Tom, you had kind of started right and a few years ago and fell off and then came back. What was it? Was there a difference with your mindset between those two starts? Yeah, I I think I could truly see it this time, right? Like I was just like, this program is going to work for me. Like I I, I know that this is, this is a program that can be successful for people, you know, but as Werner was thinking, Steve, you know, Werner was kind of going through his massive loss kind of right, right around when I was um, lurking and getting rejoining and so i kind of had similar similar impacts from people that were just doing it right like you could see the results you know and and i think that's why you know i want to post a shirtless picture just out in the world you know <laughs> when i was when i was 400 pounds I, um that's i want to post a picture of what i'm at right now just into the world you know mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. in this program i was willing to do that right you know and so i think I think seeing it as well as doing just like each little action, whether it be making sure that you're dialing in the water for the day, right? Like, and so like I chug a bunch of my water early on in the day, you know, and I found that that works better for me, but that's just an act of like, I do this and then that helps me towards my journey. You know, if I hadn't got my workout in for that day, didn't matter what time it was, I was going to get the workout in for that day. Um, so that it was done, right? Like otherwise, mm-hmm. I felt felt like crap that I hadn't gotten it done, right? And there there was that constant beating myself up that it kind of led to where the weight was in general, right? That constant like I can't do this. Whereas this time, I was like, I can do this today, you know, yeah. doing it that day, right? As opposed to doing, you know, the full, you know, um, my goal is to lose over two hundred pounds, and so. You know, each day is a new day that you have to kind of recommit and kind of get on the bandwagon. But the more you do that, the stronger you get at doing it. I love that. It's like the celebrating each step, right? There are some, there's a step, there was water and you celebrated it. That was one goal and you did it, right? Now I've got my workout. I'm going to celebrate that, right? It seems like you can bite that off easier than the whole package altogether at once. That's fantastic insight. Now, Another question that we have for members is once you start losing, right? You you've you're in your journey, you've lost some weight, and you're kind of a new person. Were for the three of you, were you able to recognize that? Like when you looked in the mirror, did you see this person having success in this new this new lifestyle? Or did it take some time? How how did you emotionally kind of work through that piece? I would have an opinion on that. So in during the first couple of weeks, um, especially after phase one and the beginning of phase two, I didn't see much change. I was all, I mean, I saw it on the scale, obviously, but I was like, man, I'm not changing. And is that even working? And I don't know. And then after 220, especially, it got so rapidly. And then it, it, it when I lost 100 pounds, I was the exact opposite. So I was like, who is that guy in the mirror looking at me? Mm-hmm. I don't know him. I have never seen him in my whole adult life. Um, so I, it took me quite a while to accept that, really. So I was looking 
a stranger in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would agree with Warner. It, it really took some time for me to see the change. It was interesting. More people around me saw the change much quicker than I did. Um, and part of it, I think, is me not recognizing the change. You know, I was losing weight in, you know, in the first month, you know, I lost several pant size and stuff and things of that nature. But when I still looked in the mirror, I didn't see, I still saw the fat guy. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you, know, for, you know, and I'm going to just say that this is what I, that's what I saw. And that took about, that, you know, even though I saw, you know, and, and if you go back and look, I saw consistent weight loss process progress for almost a year and i didn't i didn't plateau for a year which was crazy um you know and then i finally hit some plateaus but you know it wasn't until about six months in that i could visually see that i was different you know even though i you know month over month i took the weekly pictures i'd post them um in the end I, you know you, you when i go back and look at it now i can clearly see the changes now but for six months mm -hmm. you know, my my I, I visually could i wouldn't let myself see the change mm-hmm and how do you, so when you're looking in the mirror and you're working so hard, right? You are, that's hard to implement all of these changes to your daily life. And you're doing that. And then you're looking in the mirror and you're not, you're not seeing it. How do so, you talk to yourself? Like what's that self-talk like to keep well, yourself going? For me, it's a couple of things. I, I'm, I'm an engineer, so I'm a data nerd. So for me, I was seeing weight loss um, and I would do that. I would measure, you know, so I would measure and see that I, I was, you know, certain, you know, my waist was going down and I'd lose pants. So I was tracking all that stuff. So for me that, you know, even though I wasn't to me visually, I wasn't seeing it at the time, the data was telling me that I was losing weight. And so for me that, that was enough to keep me going. Yeah, the data is one. And the second for me was the community. So then you have mm -hmm. a reference point. You, when you're insecure, you can talk about it. And, uh, and then you see other successes and you go like, yeah, keep going. Obviously, it's mm -hmm. working. Maybe it will work for you as well. And by the way, I now had the exact opposite thing uh, now that I, I was getting used to it. So when I see now old pictures of me, I was like, who is that? Was that really me? <laughs> it's just so like I, I collected my all my photos from the past recently and I scrolled through and I was like, man, who is that? So as hard as it was in the beginning, now it's exactly opposite. So I can't believe I was that. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, right? Like your whole body has accepted this new lifestyle completely, right? To where now it's like, this is who I am. This is what I look like when I look in the mirror. Tom, have you experienced any of that? You're still on your journey of weight loss too. Yeah. So you're kind of in the middle of this right now. Yeah, I'd still say it's hard. Right. Like it, it's, it's still hard to kind of accept it kind of in the mirror sometimes. Right. Like it's a big difference. And I know that, right. Like I can feel my ribs now. Right. Like used to not be able to feel the ribs and uh, I'm stronger and all of those things to be celebrated. And, but it, sometimes it's still a struggle. Right. And it was a struggle kind of the whole way through. Right. Like I would talk to you on a weekly or every other weekly basis mm -hmm. and you'd say, I'm proud of you. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, we have a famous line that I'd actually tell Tom that I'm going to continue being proud of you until you are proud of yourself too. Like I will do it with we, yeah, like wow. finding that person, right? Who can say like, I'm here, I'm proud of you. I mean, you were sending pictures and I didn't even recognize you. Like, right. Who is that? And so to hear yeah. like that you're not seeing it, like it's it blows me away. It's like all three of you yeah. are insane, right? Everyone else sees it first. <laughs> That's right. And so they could, and so that was good, right? But it's it's a constant mental battle as far as trying to like figure that out and mm. kind of trying to just am I am I the fat big guy? You know, is that is that me or or am I the fit father, right? <laughs> I mean and ideally it was kind of trying to change that whole personality and mm. everything that kind of goes along with it. A person who follows through, person of action, right? And just I guess you keep doing the steps and then you still feel feel better about it. Yeah. And that's an interesting point too, that the transition and the change wasn't just when you say like, okay, I was the fat guy and now I'm the fit father. It's not just appearance, but the, you just said values that are, you know, who you are, right? You're naming right. off that you follow through and you do all those things. Like 
that's a that's a new you. Or maybe it's just honoring who you really were. Sure. Right? Like <laughs> oh, what a beautiful thing to think. Like this is who you really were. And now you get to honor it and really show it. Have you know your heart out on your sleeve. That's yeah. That's amazing. That's now, pretty cool. I have a tough question here that's coming from members. And this is one that I know it's difficult to ask. So it's great that we get to do it here in this setting. And it's when you start to lose weight, specifically like a large amount of weight, then some loose skin comes along with it, right? Hand in hand, it's there. Have any of you guys experienced it? And then on in addition to that, how are you handling that? And what has been your kind of journey with that? Um, for me, yeah, I obviously, I, you know, to the point, you know, I was at 390 and down to, you know, less than 185 at one point. Um, and then back, you know, back to 220. Um, but the reality of it, yeah, I have excess skin. There's no question about it. I look at it as a bat, you know, at this point, it's it's a battle scar. I, I, I'm actually, I'm proud of it. It's not, you know, you know, if I take off my shirt and people see it, oh well, they you know mm-hmm. they they can see the the weight loss to it. You know, in the end, you know I've t- you know I've had people. I think I had somebody in in one of the one of the in one of the Facebook groups. You know, saw and asked me a question. You know, are you going to have it removed? It doesn't cause me any physical issues, so no, I'm not going to mm-hmm. you know go have it you know removed again. I like it as. I allowed myself to get that big, and now this just this is a reminder not to go back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have this also a little bit, but it's not too bad actually. But I have it especially in my midsection, and um, when I had this dream, like when I really got on the fifteen percent body fat, like now it's time for showing my abs, and that never actually happened because <laughs> I have this ex- extra skin there, and even mm-hmm. with ten percent body fat. I wouldn't have a six pack and I looked after it and most likely I would need surgery and I don't want to do it. And I think it was Martin Riley actually that also reminded me on the um, Facebook group. Uh, it's a good reminder where I'm coming from. So keep yeah. that as pride. <laughs> yeah, it's part of your story, right? Yeah, I, I think it's it's viewed, I, I think viewing it as a, a scar or story, you know, is, is important because there are some bits of it that I don't like, right? Like when I flex, you know, there's a little part right there and most of that skin, right? Like I know that I have the muscles there in the arm, but it bothers me that, that that's there sometimes, you know? And mm-hmm. so, but it's, it, it's part of the journey and everything along those lines. And, you know, it, my stomach one, cause I'm still losing weight is not as bad basically. Right. Like I can still kind of, you know, it's not, not as pr- pronounced, um, but, but, you know, the arm one every once in a while really bothers me, you know, cause I'm trying to flex. <laughs> yeah. Trying to show off your gains, right? That's, That's right. For. And so for the three of you, you haven't noticed any like physical, like irritation or anything along the lines of the extra skin. I haven't. You have. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, that's no. great. It's just visually. I'll tell a story that, you know, in. I have a, a little hernia that's been going on for years, right? And they don't need to do anything with it because it's not causing any pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I went to the surgeon about it, you know, I went because I was having a lot of red irritation in my navel, kind of my, like my belly button right around the time that I was starting the program. Um, and maybe even before I just started. And he was like, well, we could take off your belly button and we could just surgically close it up sort of thing. And I was like, what? Well, I don't know if I, I want that. I don't know if that's where I was going. And so that I have a lot less skin issues now being not overweight, being not, you know, there's a lot less fungal stuff going on and things going on and a lot less sweat in different places that you don't need it. And so um, it's, my skin is better and probably healthier now than it was, you know, much bigger. That's a great point see similar things do you notice then it's easier to be active and maybe be out like if it's warmer outside for sweating or different things like that is it more comfortable just now than it was before when you mentioned 
the change? Ton, tons, tons more comfortable being, whether it be in the humidity or whatever. It's it's a lot less comfortable being in the cold now. It's cold. Wearing the shorts throughout all the seasons, right? And now, now I'm cold all the time. I, I, all the my time. sweatshirt wardrobe is definitely increasing right now. You know, the the, the, the t-shirts and shorts are not what I'm going for all the time. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. cold. I, I can definitely acknowledge that. When That was the biggest thing I noticed once I lost all a lot of the weight was I would be cold even in the middle of summer in a, in a building that had an air conditioning that was, you know, before it wouldn't matter. Oh, so I was wearing long sleeve shirts in in off in the office for a long time just because it, it got it got so cold. So mm-hmm. I have the same thing. So currently it's April, so springtime here, and a little bit rainy, but not too bad at all. I'm freezing all the time. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. You see, I mean, all, all every time sweatshirts and the Jacket and freezing all the time. Let's, we have short sleeve T-shirts in our store. Maybe we need to get long sleeve shirts <laughs> for the metabolism changes totally. that are going on. So you guys mentioned for your why kind of motivation. Did all of you have a full support system where everyone was on board? Or did any of you experience maybe some people in your life who weren't exactly supportive of the changes that you were looking to make? I had a great support system. So my family really supported it from the beginning. And I think that is so critical mm-hmm. to have a family that the family is on board. So um, my, especially I need to thank my wife, Susan, because she was the support from day one. And this is especially true for dinner, so that you don't have to cook different meals. And uh, also for workout time when you're off and cannot take care about the kid or whatever. So it needs really flexibility and uh i think that with my friends they accepted it also when i all of a sudden didn't drink beer anymore in the evening and uh, would do some um, healthy choices at restaurants and it was not a problem but what i recognized what i found funny is that when i met friends that i haven't seen for quite a while they all go, what happened? Are, are you sick? Are you okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's clear they never have seen me like this uh, in their lives. like that. And, But I, I found it interesting. So the first reaction is, are you okay? What's happening? Are you sure. sick or what is happening? No, I'm just getting healthy. <laughs> yeah, now you're actually healthy. You're like, no, I was sick. It's like, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I was time, sick. Yeah, right? True. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I had a really good support system as well. You know, I, um, it's, you know, a lot of when you're a bigger person and stuff, a lot of times are the way you show love is, is with, with food, right. Mm-hmm. Around, around food and around those sort of activities. And so that's how you celebrate everything, whether it be sweets and stuff for the kids and the stock in the pantry with all the processed stuff. And so I think I was, I was pretty upfront and honest with Laura, my wife and, um, the kids and just kind of explain to them kind of where it was going, you know, and what I was planning on doing, why I was doing it. And I I think that that was really important to get them on board. Right. You know, I think as Werner said, you know, the idea of like leaving that, that alone time, that couple time, you know, for, for a workout, you know, because Mm -hmm. you hadn't gotten that workout in done that day, you know, whereas like that's the one quiet time during the day that, that you have. And so for me, that was big. I'm just kind of like getting her support as far as that goes, you know, and it was never, never guilted. Whereas I think before I would instantly just jump to the conclusion, I can't do that, you know, then I wouldn't be spending time with Laura. I wouldn't be, you know, doing something with the kids or I wouldn't be getting them what they wanted, you know, at that time or something like that. And so I think getting them on board was huge. And then, mm-hmm. The, the hardest thing, whether it be seeing people who you haven't seen in a long time or who are kind of following along with the journey, they, people are just like, oh my gosh, you look great. You, you're amazing. You know, I, I've had the, are you sick? Or, you know, people who are actually caring, you know, I think they're, they're truly concerned and making sure that you're not Absolutely. sick. They want to celebrate, right. celebrate your weight loss and make sure it's not for a bad reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think a lot of times people will say, how'd you do it? And I think they're just looking for this magic bullet, right? You know, we were talking about this a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago that, that people are just like, what'd you do? You've just been walking a lot. I mean, 
I've been walking, but that's that's <laughs> yes. not the only thing we've been doing, right? Like, sure. like it's a lot of work to kind mm-hmm. of lose the weight, you know? It actually takes some effort and 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 I do have the answer if you really want to know, but most people really don't want to know. They just want to know some sort of magic solution that you found. And so I, I've been getting close to asking that question. Do you really want to know? Like <laughs> is it something that you're really interested in or are you just asking? Yeah. And that's right. Because you, they're looking right at you for this, like, you know, did you get surgery? Did you take a pill? What did you do? And your answer is like, well, I took time and effort and dedication and made a commitment. And that, I don't know if that's. It's more boring, evidently. Yeah. It's not as exciting. I guess. <laughs> and then Stephen, how was it for you? with So, um, you know, so my support system was good um i'm a single father of three girls um and, mm. you know mostly older so i don't have the, the issues that warner has you know with the six and the seven you know six-year-old um but they were very supportive um you know and i also cook and you know and you know similar to what tom said that was a coping mechanism for years you know i would cook junk and i would you know but you know through the program one of the things i rediscovered is you know my ability to cook healthy Mm. Um, taking, you know, so I initially started with the, you know, the recipe book, you know, and developed and my kids liked them, liked everything. And, um, but then I, you know, I discovered that, Hey, I, I like to cook pan seared tuna and, you know, the, as, as one of my meals with a protein, usually after a fast, that would be my, I would do that after a fast. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I, I had that. So my kids were very supportive of it. You know, um, my, my mother, you know, now, one of the things I remember early on before I started, my mother was always on me to lose weight, to lose weight. And then when I started on my journey, big cheerleader, you know, you're doing great. Keep it up. Um, you know, at any time I would see her and stuff like that. And and just like, you know, Tom Werner said, there's always those people you're going to come across and say, oh, my God, are you sick? You know, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm health- I'm more healthy than I've ever been. Right. But, but to them, they, you know. It, it's you know people who lose weight you know in, especially in a drastic way oh you've got to be unhealthy or, you, or something's got to be wrong um and it can and that can't happen too but that's not you know and and that's not the case here obviously so yeah that's so okay. it's probably the, the, the same guys that uh, would make a pet guy joke when you were uh, a bigger guy right <laughs> so it's yeah strange that's sometimes interesting. well have you noticed that is your friend circle still the same or have you noticed maybe it's changed a little bit on this journey? It's a mix. I would say it's changed a little bit and it's, um, you know, and there again, I still have, I don't think I've lost any friends through this journey. I think there's mm-hmm. people I may have spent a little less time with just be similar to because they're good people, but they do some habits that don't, don't support what I'm trying to do. You know, I, I'll, I'll occasionally have a beer, but I don't want to sit there and have six beers um, mm-hmm. you know, or, or something like that. So in the end, yeah. So it does change. Mm-hmm. How did you handle that part of it? Because that's hard, right? Like your family is there with you, right? They, yeah. They're watching the journey. You're at home. You're, they're seeing it. You're talking with them. But with friends, like they're kind of on the outside. Yeah. Bit, right? So, yeah. So they're on the outside. I think in the end, you're still interacting with them. They're still your friends. Um, sure. you know, if, they're, if they're truly your friends, they're going to be your friends through everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's just you you have a tendency to do a little, maybe a little less with them. You're still interacting with them. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, to me, I, I, you know, I, I didn't really think about it until you asked the question, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say that I would agree that, that people who, who I haven't really lost any friends through the journey, uh, but I have been fairly open that that's what I'm doing, right? Like the program that I'm working um, to kind of let them know, like this is going on with me and sort of things like that, the the ones who I'm closer with, you know? So I feel like there's been a couple of friends who I've strengthened the friendship with by being able to talk fitness and stuff with, right? Like there's a new thing, new thing to talk about. Right. And um, if they're cheerleading me on, I'm cheerleading them on, you know, I had a friend, and from one of my my best friend from college, you know, who I lives in North Carolina. I don't I don't see him that often, but we talk um, about three or four times a year. And I just uh, talked to him last week, and he 
said that he talked to me in January and I kind of told him what had been going on with me and everything like that. And he, he's like, Oh, I'm actually a member. Or this time he was like, Hey, I'm a member of the brotherhood. And he's not a big, he's, he's not a big guy. He's super fit. He said, I joined it after hearing about you. I joined the OSM and now I'm just doing the, uh, doing FF 30. And I'm like, that's pretty sweet, man. That's pretty awesome. Like of, of all the people that I've talked to, you know, there've been plenty of big guys that I've talked to who are not members of the brotherhood, but man, it was pretty cool. Could you have imagined, let's talk to Tom December before you started, right? Like a year ago and would have said, okay, you are going to inspire someone to join a fitness program to be healthy. Like, well, what would that time of sin? <laughs> like, I eat the wrong person. I don't know. Is it, is it, is it 12 ounce curls, 16 ounce curls? I don't know, I don't know which program you're, you're talking about. Like, what I mean, let's go back to like a full transformation of not just in sure. the year, right? Like you're saying, you're making new bonds with friends. Like you have something different and a new support. Maybe it's stronger. You're making new friends yeah. in the brotherhood, right? You're expanding yeah, sure. to this yes. new fitness world of friends who Absolutely. you probably would have never met, right, before. You wouldn't totally. have, not just probably wouldn't have met, you wouldn't have met them before. And that's amazing, right? Like, it what a amazing. beautiful journey. When, I know for the three of you, you've lost this weight, right? You've come a long ways. And is there a fear at all of what if I go back? Or how do you handle that? Because that kind of mental chatter is a common question that we have from members. Like, how do you get past that? How do you hold that down? For me, it's not a problem at all because I always understood FFP as a lifestyle change. And my mindset was already from phase one, let's practice that. Let's get it into my head because there's obviously Mm -hmm. so much that I need to change. And I always thought like, let's implement this new lifestyle and pretty much I do the same thing that I did a year ago or whatever. So I'm not, I'm really not uh, afraid at all. But I mean, what for me was a little bit more difficult after I have lost a hundred pounds, what I do now. (laughs) So what is my new reference point? Because it's not really realistic to maintain 10%, right? And uh, so I, I needed to find my reference point where where I feel comfortable and which is easy to handle. And uh, I also needed to accept that there is seasonal change, right? I mean, there is the holidays and winter time is maybe not that um, active as you uh, usually would be. So there's a little bit of change up, a little bit of change down, but that is easy. It was hard for me in the beginning to accept because I was so on numbers and (laughs) nitpicking Mm -hmm. and here a pound and a half pound. So I needed to let go after the journey. So like, okay, hey, if you are like at 15%, everything is fine. If you go up to 18, 20 in the wintertime, it's also fine. So needed to relax a little bit afterwards, but I'm not afraid. So I will never, ever go back uh, beyond 200 or something because that is my red line. So if I cro- uh, if I reach that, I will, I don't, I don't know what I will do. I, will, <laughs> I kill my job and go full phase one. <laughs> That's interesting, right? Creating kind of that, that spot where you know, hey, this is kind of my like, what's going on moment, right? But anything, yeah. there's a range, right? Like you said, that you can be okay with and different seasons will bring different numbers and that's okay. But it's knowing it's got to come back in. That's mm-hmm. that's a great yeah. way to look at it. Yeah, I would agree with Warner. I, I think, you know, you have to understand that once you get down to, the point where you're comfortable like i said i didn't have a, a weight goal in you know i just wanted to be more active and things like that but and so for me you know it's great to see that i lost the weight in and, and again i i go up and down um you know i'm at you know and it's funny because for a long time i couldn't lose any weight or gain any weight it was kind of at that point at this point where i'm at i can go up 10 10 pounds in a week and a half just in, in and when that happens, you know, again, I'm still getting on the scale. I don't get it on it every day, you know, because, you know, but I'm getting on it frequently enough to say, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then I just reinitiate, you know, go back to making sure that I'm having my shake for breakfast, you know, that I'm eating a, a healthy, you know, the manwich at lunch. And then, 
you know, the perfect plate and just a small snack, you know, and things like that. So get the nutrition back in line and then pick up some extra uh, workouts or things like that. So in the end, it's it's a lifestyle change. You know, am I concerned that I could go back there? There's always that chance. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't feel that I want to focus on that. You know, if, if, you know, as long as I'm monitoring it, I can, I can make corrections. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the drill, right? You have the tools, you know how to come back, right? If something starts to slip. Yeah, I'd say, you know, for me, I I feel, you know, because I'm still on where the big goal that I had, right? The big goal that I've had is, is kind of the 199. So I've been driven towards that number as a number that I'm like, just want to see, right? Like whether it stays there forever or, or not, like I just want to see the under the two. Um, and so I have that kind of driving me currently, but I've, I've lost a lot of weight before I lost hundred pounds before when I was um, not too, like newly married. I think I've lost a, a similar amount of weight and not, and not as much as I've lost now, but I'd also not gotten quite as big. Um, and for that time, I was kind of working Overeaters Anonymous. And so that was the program that I was working in. I think that program works for a lot of people and, and does some great success. Um, and one of the things that comes from that program is, hey, your disease is still out there getting stronger. You know, like it's still an option that like that that could happen, right? And so what are you doing to get strong to defend against it? And I think each one of these actions, right, whether it be the water, the exercise, the the stepping on the scale, right? When you're really big, you don't step on the scale every day. You don't step on the scale every other day just to kind of see where you're at, just to know what's going on. You know, getting that data it is really important. You know, as I was when I was at the beginning of this journey, you know, I probably got on the the scale maybe once a week because when I would do it daily, the fluctuations were so big at that weight, it was hard to mentally wrap my mind around it. And now where I'm at now, getting on it every every day or every two, two days, you know, is important for me to make sure I have the data. You're right. Like last week, I didn't feel like I was honed in on my food and d- doing everything. And I could see it in the scale and didn't love it and things along those lines. So, you know, I today, right now, I'm breaking my three-day fast right now after this, you know, and I've done, I've kind of used that as a tool, to, another active discipline that I can do. Um, just as a way to kind of recenter myself, think about it and make sure that I'm doing the right things, kind of get, get the junk out of the body and everything along those lines. Um, so I think just making those connections and having people that you can still talk to, right. Whether it be the Facebook group, you know, there's something not nice about having a Facebook group of people you don't see and you just <laughs> yes. talk to be, be, because you can really just whine to them and complain to them and, <laughs> and just say, Hey, this is going on. Whereas you don't want to, for some reason, you know, that guilt, you know, it's, it starts seeping in if you end up talking to people who you do see on a daily basis, you know, or the people who are your why, you know, even though it's important to talk to them, you know, it's hard, hard to sometimes talk to them when you're struggling. Yeah, I mean, you're talking, you're looking at your why, right? And it's almost like a reaction right. back to you saying, like, you have to tell your why, hey, like, I've, I'm continuing to slip and I don't have a plan to come back. Like that's impossible. Right. Right. So having that kind of buffer, like you're mentioning that brotherhood to say, Nope, you're coming back. Right. You're no, we're not. Yeah. Like sure. you, don't, you don't need to tell your, you don't need to go look at your why and tell them that you're, you know, slipping. Cause we're not going to let that happen. You're in this together. Yeah. And find your people, right. What, f- find your, yes. coach, f- find your fifth father coach, find the brotherhood, find somebody on the brotherhood who you connect with. Who you think it's like they're doing some similar things just find people to coach you on and cheer for you because man do you need it mm, yes we can't do it alone we're not meant to no. right we're not meant to as humans to do this alone do the journey alone how boring would that be that's, life would be that's right <laughs> so boring if it was just you by yourself absolutely and there's, a, there's another aspect to look at this question in terms of are we afraid to get uh, that weight back I mean, if you have that in your life, I think it feels so, uh, just so great that I don't want to lose it. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, of course, it's not always gradual. So, there, I mean, I had a horrible six months now and uh, nothing was perfect. 
But I mean, there's so much there. And this is maybe also another great aspect of the brotherhood. You can go there and say like, man, I had three ugly months. I gained back some weight. I need some help. And nobody will judge you. Everybody mm -hmm. jumps in and they're like, come on, we can do that. And let's support you. And that is so great. So there is no judgment. Then you can come back anytime and everybody will help you. So it's really also backup. So like you have something that covers your back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. I know that sometimes we don't hear from people, right? Like you're like, hey, I wonder where so-and-so is. Like I haven't heard from them in a while. And sometimes they're fine. They're just busy, right? And other times it's such a good reminder, you know, when you reach out, you're like, hey, how are things going? I'm like, right. There are people who don't know me though, right? They, they know you, but like online, right? It's this community though that cares and doesn't care. Like if something went wrong and you're coming back and working back, right? Hey, you're, let's get you back into it. We care about you enough. We know you need it. Like that support system, like you guys are mentioning, if you don't have it for people listening, right? If you're like, hey, I don't have that great family at home who could support me, or I don't have that friend group at home that can support me. That's kind of the beautiful thing about the brotherhood is you are going to come into a community that will and wants to right? Yeah. It's not, Amazing. you want to. Yeah, it, it's great. You know, I, I'll, I will say that, you know, last year when I was going through some medical stuff, several people in the brotherhood, you know, Ron uh, Kisman and some other folks that I've done some work, some things with reached out to me via text in, in, in you know, online messenger um, and just checking in on me saying, Hey, I, I, we haven't heard from you in a while. You're doing okay. Um, you know, again, that's, that's it. If you don't have, in a, a local support group for you that the brotherhood definitely does it. And even, you know, the sisterhood to some extent, I have some connections on this, on the sisterhood mm -hmm. side, in, in, yeah. you know? Um, and so in the end, again, it's like-minded people supporting, supporting each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a great aspect that you have mentioned because I, I had this really busy six months now getting better now, but I was so moved that so much people reached out on a private uh, note and uh, what, what's going on? I haven't seen you in the brotherhood for a while. Is everything okay? And I mean, it's one thing to go there and not be judged, but actually if people reach out to you and say, hey, is everything okay? I mean, what quality of community is that? It's awesome. And, and I love this guys. really. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. And on the brotherhood, the talk is always so positive. Like even if it's something difficult you're going through, right? And that's life, right? Difficult things happen. There's still that positive feeling, right? You can put it up and you can say how you're feeling. How have you guys through your journey kind of kept that positive mentality, right? Because there's plateaus and there's dips, right? There's definitely difficult times. So how have you kept that positive mindset and pushed away that negative talk? For me, I, I've, I've actually, anytime I've gotten into a place like that, I'll re-examine my why. Um, for me, then mm -hmm. just try to just really try to refocus it. Um, you know, I, I'm I, I'm I'm truly a, tr a private person, so even sometimes it takes a bit for me to share it with the brotherhood when I'm struggling. Again, I, I end up doing it because it, it's mm -hmm. I need to, but um, but in the end, I usually start with reinvesting reinvestigating my why to say, is it right? You know, um, and sometimes it made changes to it, but um, yeah, you're always going to have those, you know, those self doubt times. And then you just, you know, you, you got to figure, you know, what's your process to get out of it. Yeah, I would fully agree. So the why is really driving that home because yeah, for me, it was my son and I really had the feeling I was slowly dying before I started uh, the fit father program. And I just wanted to be around for that kid. And then it brings you to, to every, every plateau or a crisis because then you, nah, you need to do that. You need to stand up again. And it is also helpful for like small things because I had a lot of these reflexes here, especially in the office where we had to have a lot of sweets. I walk by and I go like, oh, I need to have one of those. And then, oh, what's more important? Your son or that thing? Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, what really, a powerful question to ask yourself, yeah. right? So the, the why is really a, a, a power. And we often talk about the why power, and that's pretty true. And then the second thing is really the backup of the brotherhood, because uh, when you have like, don't feeling it or have a crisis or whatever, then it's just good to connect again and uh, 
everybody will encourage you, help you, support you. So that's such a, a network that, that helps you. Yeah, and I, I think the why is huge, right? Like, so identifying with that why, and, you know, it's, you see the why daily, right? You know, the, the three at home are really the, the keys, you know, and, and, and motivators at all times and being able to do things with them, you know, whatever it be, you know. I just uh, dragged them all on a vacation around all the parks in, in California and, you know, doing 25,000 steps a day. And, <laughs> you know, dad, dad's at the head of the pace going way too fast. For me, you know? <laughs> as, a, as opposed to dad can't get on this ride with you, you know? And so I think that that's pretty awesome. And then I think the, the other thing is, you know, so I'll, I'll tell Laura, you know, if things are struggling, if I'm struggling and things like that, and she'll be like, have you talked to Catherine yet? <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you reached out to Kat? You know, you should probably set something up on the calendar. Do you have her on the calendar yet? And so, and then I will wind to you and say, this is hard. And you'll be like, yep. It is. is <laughs> really hard. I, I think that question comes in. People are like, oh, it's so hard. Like, what do you do to like make it easier? Right. And it's like, it's hard. It's just hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And, but you know what? Like you're tougher. Like right. it's believing that, right? Like you have totally. the strength to do this. Mm-hmm. You just gotta believe it. Like, yeah. Or have other people believe for you. Have other people believe for you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And so often, so when you talked about make, you have your why. And so we do a mission statement here at Fit Father. Did you redo your mission statement? Were there changes that you made through, because your journey has been longer for all three of you, right? With a hundred pounds. Did you revisit or did it stay the same from the very beginning? I revisit, I, actually I've re- rewritten it twice now as the journey. Basically at the, at the each year that I've been on, I've rewritten it um, and it's changed. Some, some of it stayed the same, some of it's changed because as I've gotten more healthy, I'm able to do more things, you know, um, one of the things that I, you know, running is something that's become kind of a passion. So, you know, I, you know, part of, part of what's in my mission statement is running related. It's, you know, doing those type of things, you know, participating in a Ragnar, things of that nature. So, um, you know, so in the end it's changed. It, you, that, I wouldn't have even written, I wouldn't have even thought about writing that when I wrote my first mission statement, it wouldn't have mm-hmm. even been a, yeah. Can we pause there? Can you explain to some, if someone's listening right now and they're saying, okay, so Stephen lost, you know, over a hundred pounds and he did a Ragnar. What's a Ragnar? Tell them what you accomplished. What, what so, you so Ragnar is in, I, I got roped into it. I got roped into it. I, I volunteered to do it. Um, Roped-in is the right term. Yeah, yes. roped-in is right. two years ago. They, they, you know, went, as the world started to slowly open up, they, um, the Fit Father, Fit Mother Project put together a team um in uh it, it was the reach the beach which is run in new hampshire so it's local and made it even better um and i just started running and they were looking for runners and i it trust me i was no you know i, I was breaking no records in running or anything but it was something i i decided i discovered i loved well then the the second benefit to this it's a group of 12 people um and basically it builds you know so you're able to it's 12 people that are also fit mothers, fit fathers, you know, at least 90% of them are. And you really get to enjoy meeting these people. So in the end, that's where I met Amy Spatch and Lee Spatch, you know, in the end, when you, you know, and, and Glenn Page and, you know, and, and this year I met Anthony De La Guardia and, and all these other folks, um, you know, and, and Ron Kissman. And, and I just, you know, I could go on and on. It was great just to get together and, meet these people and then participate in an event where basically you have two vans, you split in half, six people in one van, six people in the other, and you race over 200 plus miles over about two days. Um, and it's a, it's a relay. So you start and you just live, you're living in a van, it, you know? So if you ever had a, a desire to live in a van, um, <laughs> come on down. We're, we're yes. actually still looking for some folks. So. Yes. It's that part of the community now that Correct. you have this new healthy lifestyle and you get to explore these new activities and fun events that you may not have ever been able to do before. Right? Yeah, no, and, and that's really it. And that's where I got introduced to the, some of the fit mothers. And again, they're an awesome group. And, and again, mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's great. They are. They're wonderful. And the Ragnars are so great. And it's just one of the amazing adventures that the three of you have been able to do. I mean, mm-hmm. 
Werner, you are out there swimming with your son again. Like, yeah, I never did before. So I told in my podcast, uh, Dr. Anthony, that um, because I was really too embarrassed in my old life, I didn't want to take the shirt off. And uh, now swimming was not for me. And now we do it all the time. And he learned swimming because of Dr. Anthony, pretty much. And you guys. And uh, I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> and, uh, I think I would have missed this. If I would have continued with my weight, uh, most likely I wouldn't have learned him that. Mm. And uh, now we do all kinds of stuff now. We are so active, hiking. Um, and the last year he was with me on a, yeah, it's just rather big mountain for a six-year-old. It was 7,800 feet. And uh, I was so proud of him. And he was also so proud of him. So... I mean, we do such a lot of stuff and uh, it's totally different. Couldn't have done it before, no chance. So, so it's really improving my life in so many areas. And it's breaking those cycles too, right? <laughs> your your children, you love them dearly. And when you are limited in the abilities, you know, to be able to do these activities, it's not because you don't love them. Like you love them. You just couldn't, Right. It's not that you didn't want to go swimming with your son or go hiking or go on, you know, Tom, your son is enjoying running. It's not that you don't want to do those things. It's that you, you couldn't. And so now it's kind of showing your children, teaching them early on that enjoyment of an activity so that they can have this healthy lifestyle. Like, it's great that we get to be, I mean, I have two daughters too. So I'm the same way. It's, I'm like, I'm glad that I'm healthy and I want to be here and spend as much time with them as I can. But the piece that really for me at that why is I want them to grow up where this is normal, right? Eating a healthy plate for dinner, you know, that perfect plate meal and going out and being active and seeing, you know, going on runs, like your friend, your events with your friends are going on, you know, these adventures and these runs are going hiking. I want them to just think that's just what life is. That's the, what, <laughs> right? Totally exactly. I didn't see it. Yeah. So did you, did the three of you grow up in families where that was the norm, like being active was part of the norm or was it, did it, and then it changed for you later or kind of what was your path and journey with that aspect? Good question. I think for me, it was not so much an active family, but I was later on pretty active um, in my twenties and thirties, also in my forties especially in the mountains here. But um, I was still obese and it was hard for me and I was sweating all the time and man, everything hurt and it was so not enjoyable and uh, that's why I more and more wouldn't do that stuff. And now we do all the time as a Mm -hmm. family for us. So we on Sundays we go out when it's nice weather, we we go on mountains, we, we just hike or do whatever. So it's really that changed dramatically, but I I haven't had that as uh, when I was growing up. Yeah, when I was growing up again, you know, through high school, you know, specifically played lots of sports, hockey, football, um, you know, and some other activities, you know, and then but that's also the time when you you know you come home from school, cable wasn't around, there wasn't anything, so you go outside and play with your friends, and so mm-hmm. there was that activity always going on, you know, I'm dating myself by saying that, playing, you know, <laughs> games like, playing games like kick the can and things of that nature, um, you know, but those the, those were the types of activities that happened, and then, you know, I joined the Army and spent time, uh, you know, in the Army for a while, so, you know, I remained active through that, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were a big hiking family or a big true like all do sports together sort of family, right? Like they, mm-hmm. I did the I did the the sports and and school and stuff like that, but was no great athlete. And so eventually that starts to fade. You know, as you're not a great athlete, those opportunities start to fade as an opportunity. And then you know the the food the food was great, but it was an act of convenience as well, right? In addition of love, you know, but it's more processed and things along those lines and. You know, the the education's gotten so much better, right? The simplification around our food plan is so much better. Um, and, you know, as you said, getting the kids to love their veggies, figuring out which ones work for them and which, which foods work for them so they can figure that out 
for themselves mm-hmm. and that's what they actually want you know and, and getting them to desire that is pretty awesome it is and you're also leading by example so because they, they see you doing things and uh, it's for me clear that i go out for a walk in the morning we eat good stuff uh, we work out you know my wife also joined the fit mother program so my my, my son sees it all the time that People are working out and eating healthy and taking care of their body mm-hmm. and health. So, I mean, how should that go wrong? I mean, <laughs> wrong with that? Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this has been amazing to talk with the three of you. And before we close out, I just would like to give you each a chance to say, like, if you could give some advice to a member or a potential member who's listening right now, who maybe is sitting where you were a year, two years ago, and they're nervous to get started and they're doubting themselves, what would you like to share with them? What would you want to tell them? And I'll start with Tom. Um, first off, I believe in you. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, you know, I, I can pass that on now, right? Like I, I, I've seen what steps need to happen, you know, and I'd be willing to work alongside you, you know, and, and, and talk to you if you had any questions. Um, but you just have to start doing the things, right? You have to start, whether it be the water, the mission statement, the food, all of those things, but you're just doing it for that day, right? Like each day you just stack them up each, each time you're brick by brick, you're, you're building this new you. And so I think that, that not getting overwhelmed and thinking to yourself, I need to lose 200 pounds, you know, I need to lose, you know. I need to do it by this certain date. There is no certain date. It, it wasn't a certain amount of time that it took you to get to this size. You know, it took years to generally get as big as we got. And so I think that uh, that knowing that that you're just doing it for that day, and then if you weigh yourself weekly, you're going to see some results immediately because you're bigger. And so <laughs> it's pretty great. You know, the weight loss at the beginning is great. I I, I just charted it out, and my first, you know eight months of this program were 2020, 20, 10, 15, you know, the double digit weight loss for a good portion of it. Now it's somewhere in that five to five to nine pound range, you know, each month. But those first months, man, they feel pretty great as far as the numbers you start putting up at least, right? You know, Steve with his 30 pounds that first month, you know, it's yeah. a big motivator. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, what I would, again, the first thing I would tell anybody who's considering this, I did it. In the end, you know, Tom did it. Mueller did it. It's doable. Um, There's nothing that you can't do. Um, And I'm a firm believer. Start. You know, just get going. You know, like Tom said, do the, you know, do, but it's not, it's, it's not going to, start itself you have to start it you have to work at it it's not easy um you know it's, it's going to be a challenge but the the benefits that you're going to get in the end are just you're not you're not even going to at the start you don't even realize the benefits you're going to get until you're you're well into the journey um but you know so don't be afraid to start start and you fail okay start again you know in the end you, you learn a lot when something goes wrong too you know, so in the end, you just you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and okay, what wasn't right, and start again. Absolutely, I think we all learn almost more, right? You're able to reflect and say, okay, I'm going to do better this time, and that's yeah, that's great. All right, we're yeah, I also would least. recommend uh, um, just join, sign up, and jump in. Join as soon as you can, the brotherhood. Um, get connected with uh, other guys just do it because you wouldn't believe how great life is on the other other side so i mean i often tell people i i literally that's no bragging or whatever i feel way better than i did in my 30s way better so and uh i mean i'm 55 four so that's because most likely because i had um bad and uh, a back then and i was not very active but um, it is so worth doing this journey and uh, just do it. And as soon as you can uh, join join the Fit for uh, Fit Father for Life uh, thing, become if there's a promotion or whatever, because that is 
it is a lifestyle. It's long term. And uh, if you have that community and all the tools that you need, it, it's, a, it's such a game changer. So I would highly, highly recommend it. And if you ever have trouble, give the cat a call. All the support staff and, and actually thank you to Kat and the whole staff, you know, from, from Craig, you know, to Ben, to Kat, you know, I, I've interacted with all of you. You're all aces in my book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The best, the best, and it's refundable, right? Like if this isn't refundable. something for you, right? Like, yeah. like I mean, me- mentally, right? You're like, Oh, I'm spending that much money, but you're not spending that much money. You know, you spend a lot more on crap food and other things, you know, that eventually the old, the only thing that they don't tell you about is that you will have to invest in more clothes. Yes. You will have to go. Shoot yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love shopping. So I always like to get excited when I hear like when members are like, Oh, I have to go shopping. I'm like, what'd you get? What'd you find? <laughs> well, Thank you so much for the three of you for spending time with us. If anyone has any additional questions they would like to ask, you can email in to support at fitfatherproject.com and we will make sure that your questions are given and passed along to these amazing members that you can connect with them and we will see everyone in the brotherhood. All right, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.